Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second installment of the 2018 Florida Elections Podcast. My name is Benjamin Cassav, and I'm coming to you from Orlando, Florida. I hope everyone has had a great start to their summers. Today, we're going to be talking about the gubernatorial primary races for the Democratic and Republican parties. But first, a reminder that the general elections are going to be on November 6th of this year, and the primary elections are going to be on August 28th. Florida has closed primaries, so if you want to vote in a party's primary, you need to make sure you're a registered vote in that party by July 30th. If you are not registered to vote by July 30th, you will not be able to vote in the primaries. You can, however, still register by October 8th and vote in the general elections in November. So October 8th is your absolute deadline to register. And remember to be mindful of keeping all your personal information like address changes and stuff up to date and functional. It's important for all your information to be accurate so you won't encounter any unexpected surprises while trying to vote. Okay, that's the quick recap for this episode. Let's talk about the primary races for governor. The Democrats and Republicans will each vote to nominate their candidates for governor on August 28th. The winner of these elections will go on to represent their parties in the general elections on November 6th. Let's take a look at the candidates and how they are currently polling. We'll start with the Democratic Party since they have the most contested race. There are five major candidates running. Andrew Gillum, Gwen Graham, Philip Levine, Chris King, and Jeff Green. Andrew Gillum is the current serving mayor of Tallahassee. He got his start in politics while in college serving as the president of the FMAU Student Government Association from 2001 to 2002. Then in 2003, he became the youngest candidate ever to get elected to the Tallahassee City Commission at just 23 years old. After 10 years of working as a city commissioner, Gillum was elected mayor in 2014. His campaign issues are raising the state's corporate tax rate from 2.25% to 7.75%. He also wants to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour and create a Medicare for All policy. Gwen Graham is a former U.S. representative from Florida's 2nd Congressional District. She served from 2015 to 2016 and was ranked by the National Journal as the most independent member of the Florida delegation. Before getting into politics, she was an attorney that graduated from the University of North Carolina and American University. Her father, Bob Graham, had a long career in Florida politics, serving as governor from 1979 to 1987 and then as U.S. Senator from 1987 to 2005. Graham's key campaign issues are expanding Medicaid and protecting Florida's environment. She would also like to see an emphasis on education and revising standardized tests. Philip Levine is a former mayor of Miami Beach, Florida. He served from 2013 to 2017, focusing on issues like combating climate change and improving city infrastructure. He is a graduate from the University of Michigan, and in 1990, he started the company Onboard Media, which he grew into a multi-million dollar business. Later, through partnerships and ownerships in the cruise line industry, he amassed a self-worth of nearly $100 million. Levine supports a $15 an hour minimum wage and an assault weapons ban. He is also focused on reforming college tuition grants and defunding charter schools. Chris King is a young businessman from Winter Park, Florida. He's a graduate from Harvard and the University of Florida and went on to become the founder of the Elevation Financial Group, which specializes in real estate development and property management. He currently sits on the board of Grace Medical Home, which provides medical care for uninsured Floridians. King has never held political office, but vows to be the progressive choice for Democrats. He is the first candidate to oppose donations from the sugar industry and wants to eliminate private prisons. King's other campaign issues include increasing wages, free college tuition programs, and expanding Medicaid. 
Jeff Green is a real estate entrepreneur and previous candidate for the U.S. Senate in 2010. He was the last candidate to enter the race for the Democratic nomination on June 1st. Originally from Massachusetts, Green went on to graduate from Johns Hopkins and Harvard Universities to build a real estate empire worth billions. During the 1980s and 90s, he lived in Southern California and unsuccessfully ran in the 1982 Republican primary for the 23rd Congressional District. His key campaign policy issues are raising the minimum wage, banning assault weapons, and pushing for two years of free pre-K schooling for young children. Green views himself as an outsider and offers his success in the business world as a demonstration for what he can do if elected to political office. He has stated that if he wins a Democratic nomination, he will begin heavily funding other Democratic races throughout the state. He has a current estimated worth of about $3.4 billion. A recent poll shows that Philip Levine is just narrowly leading with 27% of the vote. Next is Gwen Graham at 26% and Chris King with 15%. Andrew Gillum had 8% of the vote and Jeff Green with 3%. 21% of voters were undecided. In another recent poll, it showed that Levine was leading again with 24%, then Graham at 21, Gillum with 11, King with 4, and Green with 3% of the votes. 31% of the voters there were still undecided. Three major issues on the minds of Florida voters this year will be health care, marijuana legalization, and guns. When the candidates were asked how they felt about a Medicare for All policy, Andrew Gillum was the only candidate that supported the proposal. Jeff Green has not taken a public stance on Medicare for All, but has previously supported the Affordable Care Act. Gwen Graham has stated she would like to expand coverages and reduce costs of health care. Chris King doesn't support Medicare for All because he believes it will never make it past Trump, and there needs to be a bill with bipartisan support. Philip Levine has indicated he plans to expand coverages and lower costs. On marijuana legalization, Andrew Gillum supports decriminalization and full legalization with recreational use along with a taxation scheme. Gwen Graham supports medical use and decriminalization but has not endorsed full legalization. Jeff Green supports decriminalization but has yet to endorse full legalization. Philip Levine supports both decriminalization and full legalization but also wants to hear voters' input as well and Chris King supports full decriminalization and legalization with taxes. And on the topic of gun control, all of the candidates except for Gwen Graham have endorsed a full ban on assault weapons. Graham supports a policy of giving more power to local mayors and officials to make individual laws by city. All right, that about wraps it up for our Democratic primary candidates. Let's go over now and check out the Republican Party. There are two major candidates vying for the Republican nomination for governor, Adam Putnam and Ron DeSantis. Let's take a look at their backgrounds in politics. Adam Putnam is the current Commissioner of Agriculture and a former U.S. House Representative from Florida's 12th Congressional District. At 22 years old, he was elected to the Florida House of Representatives while attending college at the University of Florida. He was the youngest person ever elected to the state legislature. He went on to serve in the U.S. Congress for 10 years. Putnam has been serving as Commissioner of Agriculture since 2011. On policy, Putnam is a self-proclaimed proud sellout to the NRA on gun issues and opposes gun legislation. He is also focused on immigration reform, including tighter border security, defunding sanctuary cities, and vetting refugees from Muslim countries. Putnam also favors cutting taxes and regulations on businesses. He is very conservative and aims to limit government's reach. Putnam is financially backed by corporations such as Walt Disney Company, U.S. Sugar, and Publix. 
the latter of which spurred a protest inside public stores across the state organized by Parkland shooting survivor and activist David Hogue. Putnam also came under scrutiny recently when it was revealed that an employee from his office had stopped processing applications for concealed weapons carry permits and issued tens of thousands of permits to applicants without proper vetting for over a year. Next, there's Ron DeSantis. DeSantis is the current U.S. representative from the 6th Congressional District of Florida. He has been serving in that position since 2012. While attending Harvard and Yale, DeSantis actively served in the Navy as a lawyer from 2004 to 2010, and he is currently on reserve status. During his service, he was awarded the Bronze Star Medal and Iraq Campaign Medal. In 2011, DeSantis published a book he authored called Dreams from Our Founding Fathers, First Principles in the Age of Obama. The book was a scathing critique of Obama-era policy that it branded ultra-leftist and socialist. This book won him much favor with the far-right Tea Party community. DeSantis can be frequently seen on Fox News defending the president and attacking the special counsel investigation, so much that it has even caught the eye of President Trump as he has endorsed DeSantis in his run for governor. DeSantis has been a firm supporter of tax cuts and deregulation, and also seeks to deregulate the federal education system. He is opposed to gun legislation, abortion, and the Affordable Care Act. He wants to be tough on immigration and has received a zero rating from the human rights campaign based on his voting record for the LGBT community. A current Fox News poll places Putnam ahead of DeSantis by 15 points. 49% of voters were still undecided. All right, that wraps up everything for the gubernatorial primary races in the Democratic and Republican parties. It's important to remember there is still over six weeks left until the primary votes and a lot can change in that time. Be on the lookout for the next episode of the podcast soon as we will be going over the race for Senate and some of the major House districts throughout the state. Remember, you can follow the show on Twitter at 2018Florida and leave your comments for discussion. Thanks everybody for listening. See you again soon.